This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Dury, your boy on Pulse 95. Welcome to the Halftime Show today. Guys, I can't wait to share the show with you today because you know on the show we talk more about, more than just about sports. We talk about physical health, we talk about gut health, and today we're focusing on mental health. And who better than Ali Salama, all the way from Canada, joining us here, that's right, here on Pulse 95 on the Halftime Show. I can't wait to share with you what we're going to be talking about. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in on the Instagram Live at Omar. Maldury, live on YouTube, Pulse95 Radio, cameras everywhere here. And also a couple of shout-outs to Naeem, uh, we've got Spicy, we've got Maria, we've got Terry, we've got Ish, we've got Raquel, we've got Nigel, we've got Ali, of course, in the building. We have Babia, Amna, Ish, Anita, and everyone else. Alize as well. How can I forget you, Alize? Who's tuned in on the Halftime Show? Right, guys, go get yourself some water. Get yourself some refreshments. Get yourselves ready, because coming up next, Ali Salam is on the Halftime Show, and the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. On Pulse 95. 95. Oh, he loves the pilot! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Charger Broadcasting Authority, or even if you're chilling at home, watching us live on YouTube. Thank you very much for connecting with us today. It's th- this person on the show, right... I don't even know where to start with this guy. This guy is someone who is really making a difference out there because a lot of the times we talk about physical power, but the mental power is so key. Ali Salama, mental health ambassador, is here on the show. Ali, welcome to the show. Omar, thank you. <laughs> you get a little round of applause as well. Um, Ali, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Yeah. How has it been coming over to the UAE? It's been different. It's been different. I, I like. I used to. I went to high school here, so mm-hmm. coming back, doing something I didn't ever expect in my life, it feels very, very, very different, Omar. Yeah? yeah. And, and you know, we're, we're not under the, we're under the illusion, right, that in different places, people are suffering from different things regarding yeah. COVID-19, etc. Now that we're approaching the end of 2020, yeah. you know, moving forward, how do you see this panning out mentally? Yeah, and it's it's something that, you know, I think we we need to think about. That I think we're more similar than we are different, right? Mm-hmm. I think if the pandemic taught us anything, it taught us that we all go through the same struggles, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you're reaching out to someone, um, you know, talking to many youth around the world, even in Canada, mm-hmm. we all want to be heard, we all want to be seen, and we all want to be loved. And I think that moving into 2021, the most important thing for me is realizing the importance of the support system, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I think that, and even when we were on our podcast, remember, that was one thing that 
you just kind of figure it out. Yeah. You learned that through the pandemic, who's there and who's not. It's so important. Um, I, I feel that when you're really uh, trying to live the best quality of life for yourself, mm-hmm. you really focus on, on your support system. Absolutely. And many, many have lost, you know, a lot through this period. They've lost loved ones. Financially, it's been challenging and they've been affected by it. How do we, how do we embrace what's happened? Because a lot of the time we're talking about the things that we've lost. How do yeah. we embrace what's happened in 2020? I mean, that's a great question. I think that it's so important to, first of all, accept and fully feel what we're feeling mm-hmm. because you can't heal something or you can't actually change something that you don't acknowledge, right? And I think it's so important, especially for us Arab men, to give ourselves the time and space to feel, to then overcome and then seek out the support that we need. But I think it's so important to take things into perspective as well because only when we kind of really, really, really absorb everything do we have the know-how and the capability to take that next step. But I also feel it's very important to create space for ourselves and with others while we're taking that next step. Absolutely. And you said something really interesting there, creating space. Now, how do you create headspace when it comes down to the mental side of the game? Yeah, I think that's, a again, it's a very good question. Mm. Creating headspace is all about self-care, right? Yeah. It's all about... And, and I'm not the person to tell you how to self-care. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most beautiful part of the entire phenomenon of taking care of yourself. It's about trying new things. It looks different for everybody else, but it's vital because remember that's how it's showing up. The way you show up in front of the world and for yourself, it starts really by creating that space in your head because that inevitably determines the quality of your life. Absolutely. And coming into 2021, what methods can we implement that maybe we haven't because we were so fogged up from 2019 and 2020? That's, uh, yeah, I think we if anything we've learned during this past year Mm. is to pause yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. and I think because we've been so anxious and I'm talking here as a a business uh, or or an entrepreneur or a social entrepreneur or a leader in the business field rather than a psychologist here it's so important that we realize when we're anxious we don't make the right decisions Mm. so moving into 2021 if we just embrace the fact that we can be still stillness is what I really am working on personally and I encourage everyone to because only then when we're super anxious do we actually give ourselves to create that headspace but not only that to actually make the best decisions moving forward mm, brilliant love that we why is there this is I'd love to ask you this question why is there this thing about being fearful of stillness everyone thinks everything has to be a hundred miles an hour what why is that I think the idea of success is is so different Omar I think yeah. social media has led us this hustle culture is is dangerous because yeah. we we idealize something that isn't true like you're an, you're an athlete mm. I'm a I'm an athlete we both know and in the book reset like we both know the importance of rest mm. right mm. and I think that we don't place that much importance on rest as much as we place importance on hustle 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 work 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 mm. but you can't perform your best if you ain't resting mm. at your best too and active rest is all about that self-care component we we're just talking about mm. and I like the fact you said active rest because you, you're still moving but in a very still manner and you're in a very composed way absolutely coming up next we're talking to Alisam about mental fitness one of my favorite topics <laughs> I love bro we're gonna have some fun um, stay tuned for more on the only place to be at 3 the halftime show on Pulse 95 this is the halftime show with Omar Adouri oh he loves the fire what a goal this
This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. My strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yes, we are back. And I'm in a chilled mood today because we've got everyone tuned in from all around the world, from Jamaica to Morocco to Tunisia. Thank you very much for locking in onto our Sharjah Broadcasting Authority Halftime Show, Pulse 95. I've set a little bit of Carl Thomas in the background. That's kind of mood I'm in. And guys, I'm very excited because we've got, you know, following the coverage of the Khurfa Khan film, we've got a competition in place for everyone here in the UAE. It's a five-weekday show, obviously, giveaway that we're doing all across our shows. Cinema tickets to attend the Khurfa Khan film in box cinemas all you gotta do all you gotta do is tune in to the show like you are now and answer this question but make sure you put your name your email address and the answer (laughs) don't just give me the answer because then I can't give anyone the prize alright we're giving tickets away who directed the historical film Khur Fakan okay I'll I'll ask that again who directed the historical film Khur Fakan Send in text 4215 Salat or do Slide into No actually don't slide into my DMs You've sitting up into my DMs Today with the questions Text me on 4215 Salat or do Let me know What the answer is And we'll announce it Today Okay You heard that Ara You heard that uh, Sama You guys happy with that Yeah Thanks Okay Alright so Thank you for keeping those questions And Ali Salam is in the building Let's give him a round of applause Ali <laughs> and we're having some fun in the studio now one of the things I talk about in the studio a lot is mental fitness yeah. I speak about that a lot on the show um, I'm very interested especially with your background with Absolutely. all the things you've you've accomplished and achieved and still achieving some great things how do we train our mental fitness Absolutely. So I think, you know, if we think about fitness in general and mental fitness, I, I call it mental endurance, right? Mm-hmm. I, and I, I think about it in a way because, of, of course, of my athletic background, I think about it as aligning, you know, all aspects of your life mm-hmm. uh, to your values, right? Because if you come to think about it, if you're a team that's losing 4-0 mm-hmm. uh, to an opponent and you make that comeback to, to, to win the game, mm-hmm. then that team has chemistry versus a team that loses... 8-0 from a 4-0 loss. Right. Now, what's the difference between those two teams? The chemistry between the players. Mm-hmm. So if you think about your body and you feel aligned bio, uh, uh, from a biological standpoint, mm-hmm. then you have to ask yourself, am I living according to my values? Am I, am I, am I, am I exercising? Am I aligning in the way that I am? Mm-hmm. Um, I always ask myself that because I feel that when you build mental fitness, this is how you get through the tough times because mm-hmm. you ask yourself those fundamental questions and I feel that when you build that sense or level of endurance you're able to to have just a higher level of, ke- of chemistry within yourself mm. and therefore mentally you you just last longer and you get through yeah, that's that's how I would build resilience in my point of view right and and something you said there which really got me thinking is accountability so a lot of the times people are very quick to point fingers and blame someone else but as you pointed in a team-based scenario you know taking that responsibility and accountability is a huge part of mental endurance, correct? Absolutely. Uh, what, what is it about accountability that resets our mindset when it comes to mental endurance? I think as human beings, we feel most comfortable when we have control over something, right? Mm. And when you set yourself accountable, um, you're giving yourself that authority to be in control 
uh, of your life or of that one aspect of your life. So in my point of view, like the way I keep myself accountable is through keeping a journal. And I walk with that journal every, everywhere. Mm. I even have it with me right now. Mm. Um, it, it gives me that sense of security so that even if things go wrong, I'm able to keep myself accountable on the process mm-hmm. and not the outcome because that's what we can change, right? Yes, absolutely. I, I like the fact you've got a journal. I like how you carry, carry it around because a lot of the, the times nowadays, everyone's on their phone. Everyone's on their computer. Yeah. What makes you do the old school approach? Put, actually, show it to the camera here on the I YouTube. Think, here. <laughs> yeah, put that up there so we can see it. Here it so is. So what, 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 makes, what makes you actually like write it down physically? Look, again, I'm not a scientist, but something feels different when you write it with your hands, with your bare hands. It's like what Dwayne Johnson says, like, with those bare hands, I've done everything. <laughs> yeah. So you can do everything too. And yeah. in a sense, it makes me feel like I'm I'm back to basics because I feel that sometimes we get lost in all the fluff that's going on. Yes. And yes. we just need to recenter ourselves. And uh, Anita's definitely loving that. She's giving us the round of applause and, and, some, <laughs> and some quality emojis there. And Thank shout you, out to Anita. Sati as well, who's uh, who's, who's tuned in um, when we talk about training mental fitness there's also something else which is building resilience in the wake of adversity and we're all facing different challenges at the moment how do you build adversity um, so when we speak about like building resilience yeah I feel it's very 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 important to understand that it's a mindset mm-hmm. right like what is a resilient mindset what is the difference between a resilient mindset versus a non-resilient mindset yeah. and I think it's about taking things into perspective right so for example if you've lost your job or if something really bad has happened during this time what has it allowed you to do has it allowed you to connect more with your loved ones has it allowed you to rekindle that relationship with your significant other because now you've had space in your life and just seeing that different perspective allows you to just have that mental endurance to last longer during this tough time because that's what you need to fuel yourself to get back into this uh, machine into this uh, outcome producing machine so into this I think into becoming goal driven and and that so that's how I would sort of see resilience more of a mindset Mm -hmm. rather than an outcome or an end goal that you achieve it's a work in process Mm -hmm. and you can lose it and you can gain it and I'm sure you've been there I've been there too I've lost my resilience at one point and then I've gained it back and it's a work in progress but I like also you said you can lose it and then regain it because a lot of people after their loss they feel it's still it's a process to pick themselves up but you said it's normal to be able to lose and regain as part of the actual journey. Absolutely. And I think, you know, why I'm doing what I'm doing is because I was clinically diagnosed with depression. Mm -hmm. And depression is the most illogical mental disease. Mm. Any any physical disease, you feel like you want to recover from. With mental disease, you you don't want to recover from it. It's illogical. You Mm want to stay there. That's why it's super hard. And that's why I said you lose resilience and you get it back again. Mm. And that's happened in my life. But there's always a way out. And has that helped you in terms of like recording it down, um, being able to relive it, but also embrace it? hundred percent. And that's why I keep the I keep my journal. I think as human beings, we're very forgetful of our emotions. Mm. And I always and this is something for all our listeners here. There's nothing more empowering in the world than seeing not just the picture of where you were at when you were going through a hard time, mm. but reading your own words. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's 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 mind-bogglingly powerful. Yeah. Definitely to empower and empathy always wins. I'm just saying, I'm just dropping it out there. Um, <laughs> coming up next, we're talking about detoxing the mind from toxicity and negativity. And also a couple of key nuggets. You guys are asking some awesome questions. Keep them coming in on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Umar Paduri on Pulse 95. Oh, he loves this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! <laughs> Sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Duri. Thank you very much for spending your hour with me and my wonderful guest Ali Salam who's in the building. Um, some great questions. Before we jump into those questions, and by the way, keep those questions coming up, man. There's some wicked questions there. Um, we're giving away tickets, obviously, to Box. The Hood for Khan film is out. Can't wait for you guys to see it. The question I'm giving away, so we're giving away a couple of tickets today. The question I'm uh, I'm going to ask you today is who's directed the historical film Khur Fakan? Now, I was told I can give a couple of clues. So I'm going to give you a couple of clues, all right? So the clues are, um, so firstly, it's not just one director. Can't say who. It's not just one, it's two directors. So there's one thing. It's also famous for directing this type of historical film. So that's all I'm going to give you for now. But it's not just one name. It's two names. So who directed the historical film of Khurfa Khan? Text us on 4215. salat or do. Let us know. Put your name, your email address, and the answer. Don't forget the answer. Don't just give me your name and your email address. Give me the answer as well. Okay, right. <laughs> now that we got that out of the way, we've had some really, really good questions in. And I'm telling you, Ali's, Ali's on fire today. So let's ask those questions Terry asked um, as uh, a chronic overthinker what are some things you would suggest to avoid going down that rabbit hole yeah thank you Omar um, you know I that question almost hits home because I uh, during the time where I was seeking counseling and, and and therapy I had thoughts that I couldn't get rid of so I believe by being a chronic overthinker that's the that, that that's where uh, we're hitting the nerve there and, and I'd actually give just pretty much two pieces of advice the first one being you know if you have someone that you can totally be super vulnerable with and share things that you know some things are just so private and if you have that person feel free to take that courage and share it with them it gets easier off your chest when you let it out of your heart mm. that's one thing the second thing if you don't have that person in your life you can always seek out professional help and there's no shame in that mm. I've done it uh, and, and I know a lot of you know pro athletes that have done it there is no shame in that and you need that psychological support to get over that step so if that's something that's really sort of hindering your quality of your life there is support for that for sure and uh, Shayma from Tunisia uh, actually no Shayma's from Morocco she asked uh, how can I stop overthinking and focusing on my inner goals yeah 
I mean, <laughs> that's uh, wow. <laughs> how how can you stop? I, I I don't think you know. Maybe not like fully stopping because your inner goals are definitely aligned with your purpose. But perhaps how can we be more balanced? If I can answer that question, yeah. I think it's just by allocating time and by just setting boundaries in your life. You know, I think that I'm a very workaholic type of person, but I'm also someone who preaches balance and and and, and harmony more yeah. so than balance because yeah. I kind of find that very hard to balance. So set that boundary for yourself in terms of how much you're going to give time to work on those goals and perhaps another part of your life, work on something that's bigger than yourself. Volunteer somewhere and force yourself out of that zone. I think that for me was the biggest sort of deal breaker in making sure that I get that balance straight. Mm, Because a lot of the times, you know, um, Ali, we speak about like detoxing and, and more than ever now people... Before it used to be more like detoxing for, you know, the body. Yeah. Detoxing for the mind and trying to exclude the toxicity and neg- negativity that's out there at the moment now. Yeah. Do you have any nuggets for people to be able to take away like small things? I've seen you do it actually personally <laughs> on your social media because I follow you on Instagram. Yeah. And I'm going to leave you guys all his details on segment four and how to follow him. But how do you detoxify the mind? I think that's one, again, a very difficult question, but to me, I I usually do one thing and that helps me out the most. in sports, we call it the pre-game routine, right? Mm-hmm. Before you, I treat every day as a big day. I, I say every day is a big day. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I mean by that, you have to start every day in a manner that allows you to live that day very fulfilling. So this, as soon as I wake up, I have to have a routine that I feel comfortable and feel in flow at. Yeah. For some people, it may be meditating, praying, whatever that is for them. But find something that is will put you in a state of no disturb no one will disturb you and get into your state start proactively and that gives you that sense of real flow in your day and it makes you feel like you have control versus feeling that your mind is going crazy and you can't control it starting the day right equals having a good structure to your day and and in athletics as well Mm -hmm. every player before they start a game they do something and it's different for everybody Mm. so don't listen to what the internet says about 10 tips to best start figure out your magic uh, sauce your secret sauce mm-hmm. and that's the best thing that I can sort of tell everybody I like that and and starting every day as a big day um, means that you don't carry on what happened from the previous day Absolutely. is that correct because Masoud asked what is mental fluctuation I think that's what mental fluctuation is but how do people navigate through that to avoid it building up yeah, and that's, uh, you know, a, a good friend of mine. She's a New York Times bestselling author. She's called Leanne Davy. Mm-hmm. She speaks about conflict debt in her book. Mm-hmm. And basically what that means, just as you accumulate debt in a bank when you don't pay back what you have to pay back yeah. in a, in, in, tomorrow, over a year, that same mistake or that same amount of money accumulates something huge. So mm-hmm. it takes such a big toll on you. So what I would say is for anything that or any problem or for anything that is deeply distressed stressing you yeah. try to tackle it like when it happens because that's when it doesn't have that sort of intensifying emotion that can mm. trickle day after day if it's something that you need to have if it's a conversation you need to have with someone have it but it just gets harder the more you prolong it right mm, absolutely man I, I love it I, I, I did tell you guys I was going to spoil you with this brother and, I, and it definitely <laughs> definitely happened that guys if you are just tuning in and miss any of our shows remember you can catch our shows on uh, Apple Spotify SoundCloud if you like podcasts or even if you 
you prefer a visual, head over to our Pulse95 radio on YouTube and actually go on to the show with people like um, Ali Salama here, uh, Yasmin Ahmed as well, Inspire with Yaz, Yaz Moves. We've had some really cool guests on the show, so check them out. Smash a like, share, and share with your friends. We talk about some really important things like mental health, gut health, and even physical health. Now, I am giving away some tickets, some box cinema tickets to the Khurfa Khan film. So make sure you text us on 4215. The answer to the following question. Who directed the historical film Khurfa Khan? Now, I did give you a clue. It's not just one director. Hassan, you messaged me your name, your email address, and your number. Hassan, I need the answer. <laughs> You've got to give me the answer, Hassan. I want the answer. And because you're the first one to message today, let's try and get that answer in so we can put that with your email, your name, and your address, and we can actually try and gift you those tickets. Right, coming up next, guys, we're answering more of your questions on the only place to be at 3, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. On Pulse95. 95. 95. Oh, he loves the pilot! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It sure is that time, man. We're having a good time here. And if you are tuned in on my Instagram at Omar you know that we entertain behind the scenes as well. It's not just on the radio that we keep you entertained. Ali, you um, you do a lot of things. Yeah. And uh, you travel the world and you, uh, you're an ambassador for mental health. Yeah. Uh, before we, we go into this, there's a couple of things um, you do apart from talking about mental health. Yeah. Apparently, you're quite a talented singer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love singing. I actually took singing classes like professional to get me through like the whole healing process. So okay. it's like personal, you know. So it's like it's like music a form of escapism for you. Yeah, it's therapy. Okay. And what kind of music are we talking? Anything like uh, you're talking about R&B vocals. So I'm a I'm a tenor. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Okay. And are you going to drop a 30 second exclusive for us here sure, on the Sure, sure, well, sure. Hey, sure. listen guys, this is the first time ever on the half time show anyone sung so let's give Ali a little bit of a uh, you know (laughs) let's get him ready Ali 30 seconds whatever you want this is Nikki Jam's hasta la amanecer so it goes like como tu te yo no sé de donde llegaste ni pregunte lo único que sé es que quiero con usted quedarme contigo hasta la yeah, that's it. <laughs> well done, Ali, man. That takes a lot to do that on radio. And is this the first time you've been on radio in the Middle East? Yeah. And Ooh. singing and like, I haven't been even touching a vocal, you know, man. in like ages. So man, that's awesome. Hey, man, great, great job. Thank you very much for that. Guys, <laughs> you know what? It takes a lot to do that, man. I know I definitely wouldn't do that on radio. And the fact that he had the courage to do that and not only that guys the story behind that is is that he used that as a form of escapism to be able to yeah. elevate himself 100% and that is uh, that is fantastic I love that yeah. Ali um, 
a couple of things you're doing on this part of town. Also, you've got some big things coming up. What have you got Absolutely. coming up? So I have um, Empowering Minds, which mm -hmm. is the first um, mental uh, health and leadership event series. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of, uh, it came about when I wanted to launch sort of something for the youth back in Canada. And that started out as Canada's online mental health COVID uh, conference. Mm -hmm. We got the Minister of Youth in Canada mm -hmm. and a member of Parliament here. I really wanted to impact businesses. I believe mental health seriously needs to be a conversation in every household. And there's no better way than starting it where everyone's at, at work. Mm -hmm. Because not everyone's really interested in like, you know, the hashtag mental health stuff on social media, but everyone's at work. And if all leaders and all managers are well-trained, then that is what will make the culture shift that I envision. Amazing. I mean, and where can, where can we follow you? Where can the people follow you on, on so, social media? At, at Ali Salama. So at A-L-L-Y-S-A-L-A-M-A. Mm -hmm. You also have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> You're on it tonight. What are you talking about? <laughs> so it's called Empathy Always Wins. Yeah. Uh, that also stemmed from the fact that I believe all like the winning component of every single person in the world is mm -hmm. being empathetic. Mm -hmm. uh, every leader needs to understand how to truly inspire and motivate. And I feel that authoritative uh, leadership isn't really working that well, but being empathetic is the way to go. So the, the podcast is the world's uh, mental health and leadership show. And I bring people like yourself that I really admire and respect uh, to have a good conversation. Your episode's coming out today, 6 p.m. So <laughs> I hope everyone stays tuned and gets a little bit of a backstory about how you started this uh, this this halftime show because I feel like it really touched me and I, I, I want to share that with the world. Thank you very much. And you also have a magazine as well. Yeah. Empower Magazine. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Tell me more. About, like, look, all this stuff is, is amazing, man. Like, uh, I, I said this to you off air as well. And I'm going to say it on air for the listeners to hear that. The things that you're doing and, and all that activity that you're doing, you know, takes a lot of strength mentally for you to do it, yeah. to produce it. Yeah. You know, um, what, what inspires you to do that? I think it's just like how I sung here. I, I was very uncomfortable, mm -hmm. like really uncomfortable. I didn't know if I was going to hit my notes. I probably missed a few. I, I did miss a few. But it's just about having the courage to fail and still knowing that it's okay because I'll never be perfect and I'm really okay with that. So mm. I'm a very driven person. Uh, it's not bad to be driven. It's bad to have that burn you out. Mm -hmm. But knowing how to control that, I think that's sort of... That's 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 that, that's my DNA. But I think that the whole purpose of that is to really inspire people to care about mental well-being. And I think mental health is so much more than anxiety, depression, all those heavy things. It's mm. about I think when we see it for what it is, for the well-being aspect of it, to optimize your life. That's what mental health is for me. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show, man. You absolutely killed it. It was a great, <laughs> it's a good time. We never even expected you to be actually singing on the show. And the fact that you did that. Um, did you like it? I loved it. Are you serious? You, well, you'll see me on the YouTube when, you, when, the, when the, the show comes out. <laughs> I was smiling. I was nodding. And I was trying not to sing along so I wouldn't ruin your song. <laughs> Nicky Jam is a great guy. Um, but yeah, fantastic. Thank you very much for, Thank you so much. for coming on. We have reached full time on the halftime show remember you can catch our shows every monday wednesday and saturday three to four uae time it was great to have um ali salam on the show and thank you for everyone who tuned in he's there putting up my reset book in the background he's promoting promo, promo. he's promoting i need me your signature put, on that i will i definitely will do that now um thank you so much ali man thank you so much i really appreciate it all much it was, it was it was great guys stay tuned more because we got afternoon karak with Aisha mazmi and mikhail atia and thank you very much for spending the hour with us we will be back on saturday have a blessed time time guys peace
This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm.